This is the EVP Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the EVP Podcast. Ghosty's in the house. Hey, I'm back. It's Beaker. And welcome to episode 111. 111? 111. 111. Yeah, oh, the synchronicities of life. <laughs> They'll but, come to you. Oh, no, that's the bare necessities. My bad. <laughs> the synchronicity. Uh, so you missed out on a on a Squatch episode. Did I? You, I mean, I am part Squatch. Yeah, you missed out on your Ancestry episode. I did. <laughs> you know, there's something you guys said that I wanted to do. Oh, Loch Ness Monster. Because you were, you were talking about, like, cryptids that you don't believe in. And you guys mentioned Loch Ness Monster. I just want you to know, listeners, people that are paying attention... Um, the guy that took that famous photo that you've seen, have you heard this? Yeah. Like on his deathbed admitted that that, that it was photo fake. was, he faked that photo. Yeah. I, so there's whole, there's, there's this whole like cryptid like storyline based on a fake photo. I guess Slenderman's the same thing though. But I think, I think Loch Ness was already a known cryptid before think, that photo. I, I would, I maybe. I don't I think know. That was yeah. I think it was already a known cryptid, talked about, but not as as commercialized as it is after that photo. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really into cryptozoology, so I have no business talking about it. But we do it anyways. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Loch Ness. I believe it could be a possibility. Do I think that photo is fake? Yes, I do. I do too, because the guy straight up said he faked it. Exactly, and so I don't believe that photo because, yeah, just like you said, he said he faked it. But the possibility of a giant creature living in that big place is is. A I don't. Josh Gates has found some pretty crazy stuff on his travels. Yes, he has, and there it's was Josh like, Gates, right? Yeah, Josh yeah. Gates. And uh, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, he's a big, huge fan of the show. You know. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, when you told him to take a picture with us, he didn't say no. That's right. He was, he was like, like, I better do this. He's like, that's all I've been wanting to do for the last few years. He's like, I was just hoping you guys would ask again. <laughs> he didn't even ask. You told him. You're that's like, right. Take a picture with us. And he looked at me, and he's like, okay. He knows so, better. Because I'm taller better. than he is. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a good episode, though. I really enjoyed listening to it. Brought you back to your roots. Yes. <laughs> it reminded me of my childhood. Long time ago. <laughs> in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> yes. And if, if people haven't looked it up by now, uh, I did mention it on our Bigfoot Bonanza episode, that documentary you guys talked about, the Finding Bigfoot yeah. or whatever. Not Finding, Discovering Bigfoot. Discovering Bigfoot. The one that yeah. was originally on Netflix, I did mention on that episode that it was on Amazon Prime, I think, with Freevee. If you oh, were looking, okay, that's where it is. If you, if you were looking to watch that documentary, uh, it's actually a really good one. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Yeah, and if uh, if you don't believe in in Bigfoot, watching that might change your mind. It did me, honestly. It like, did you? It did me. It did. It did change my. It did me. Bigfoot did me. That's why I'm part squatch. Um, that's not how it works. But uh, yeah, no. I I was doing an episode on Bigfoot on my previous podcast, and you actually told me about that document. I came over here and watched it with you. Oh, that's and right. And it, uh, it definitely changed my mind on Bigfoot. Um, but yes, we've done a couple investigations since the last time I was here. We did Benson Grist Mill. Mm-hmm. You weren't there. Missed out. You missed out. But we did go to the Ritz again. There was a couple things I wanted to mention at Benson Grist Mill. Maybe just one thing. Yeah. Um, I thought it was kind of cool. I was investigating with Castle or Gary. We had him on the podcast. If you 
haven't heard that episode, go back and listen to it. It was back in like January of this year. We should rename it to Scared and Fascinated with Castle. We could probably do that. We should do that. Um, <laughs> where Castle came on and we talked about a lot of stories that uh, we had over the years. We've been investigating together for oh, eight, nine years now. And we had the chance to investigate again this the, a couple weeks ago at Benson Grist Mill. And we were in the the top floor of the mill. And there was a group of us there. And we were, uh, I was sitting down and we can kind of tell that there was an, uh, like a negative entity in the, on that floor with us. And what I found interesting is at one point I, I got up to like stretch my legs and I could feel the energy like growing like bigger. And I, I said out loud to everybody, I'm like, it feels like it's trying to make itself look bigger or feel bigger to kind of like intimidate me. And right after I said that, we, a couple of us actually heard someone speak and we kind of asked around and it was, it was no one in the room with us. Like it was a male's voice and it wasn't, there was, it was Castle, myself, and I think our friend Mike, who we're going to have on the show here in a couple of weeks, hopefully. Um, we all heard this voice, but we couldn't make out what it said. So we kind of took a, a picture of Castle's voice recorder so we could see what file it was currently on and what the time was to make it easier for him to go back and find it. And so he actually did go back and find the EVP on his recorder. And he believes it was right after I said, I think it made itself bigger. Um, I might've deleted his text. I did. Oh, so why would you do that? Well, Cause I'm a, jerk face but anyways he said he thinks it said i did or i didn't he wasn't able to determine what that last word was but we definitely like we heard it audibly when it happened and it did pick up a couple people got it on their audio recorder so we were actually able to get this entity responding to me when i said it made itself bigger interesting well last night i didn't have a whole lot like oh no we did castle had a ring um i know we talked about I think we talked about Cleve at yeah. uh, a residential that we did. The guy had stuff going on for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, the night of the investigation, there was a ring that he was given from Cleve. Uh, Gary was. And he, for whatever reason, felt the need to wear the ring. And he's never worn it before. And he's had it for years. And we kind of feel like that that ring was causing some of the activity we we're having that night. And it was weird because... Um, at one point, I did. We were trying to test that theory out, and I actually held the pendulum over the ring, and it started spinning in like a clockwise direction above the ring. And so we did a little bit of uh, magic on it. You know, <laughs> I, I played a singing bowl around it. I put some crystals around it. Tried to cleanse the energy of the ring. Mm-hmm. And when I was done, I held my pendulum over it, and it just sat still. It didn't swing anymore. So it was kind. Of, that, was, that was kind of interesting. I've never. Seeing something like that. We're like, well, I've seen like certain objects have increased activity, but um, not on like a public event like that. It's usually been we're at someone's home. We see something's got right. like an attachment and we remove it. Very cool. That was the first time on a public hunt where someone brought something and it unknowingly like unknown to us that it was going to create activity for us. That's pretty cool. It's just charged with sexual activity. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Raw, emotional, (laughs) sexual, lustful activity, energy, because that's everything. Um, (laughs) That's that was on it. (laughs) 
There was nothing else. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It was just raw, raw, <laughs> emotional energy. Um, but then we went to the Ritz again last night. Yeah, we did, and that was pretty badass. And I got chewed out for our episode. Oh, the last one. Why? Well, because we were, uh, apparently shared more of the their stories than we should have. Mm. Instead of sharing our own stories, there was a particular story that was shared, and we gave more information than we should have. Oh no. And I got in trouble for it. I got blamed for it. I don't know if it was 100% me. I bet it was you. I got blamed. I well, probably would have blamed you, too. I know. Well, you yeah. know, blame the big guy. Yeah. He can't kneecap you <laughs> in the park later when you're not looking. Um, oh, so we overshared. We overshared a little bit, and I apologized. Okay. Um, but we're not going to do that. We're not going to overshare. Um, we did go last night, though, and we had fun. Did you have any, any new... Oh, we had some Echovox activity. We had some Echovox activity, and my eyes were playing tricks on me all night. It was, you saw me at one point. I Well, I thought it could have been you, I, right. just because the, it was tall. <laughs> yeah, you saw something that was tall. But. but then I saw something again, and then Laura was with us, Madam Hicks. Madam Hicks was Madam there. Madam Hicks was there. And Dave she, was there. She saw something that was, the way she described it actually made more sense. It was funny the way she described it. So let me tell you what I was seeing. So, so, that we're, so what part of the, I mean, the, this building's not very big. So there's two theaters. One that used to be an alleyway, so the theater's long like an alleyway. And then you've got, the, that was weird. Oh. Um, my headphones just like, it oh, sounded like someone her. like, yeah, you hit it. But it sounded like someone was like whispering in my ear. And I was just <laughs> like, do we have a ghost? We don't have a ghost. Um, but the the main theater is, you know. It's it kind of reminds me of a high school auditorium where you've got like yep. the two rows on the sides and you've got the like the side seatings and then all the seats in the middle. Mm-hmm. And that's where you were at, right? In the main theater? Yeah, so there's two aisleways, uh, you know, a left and a right. I was going down the right aisleway. We just walked in. Dave was in front of me and he had his laser grid and he kept like kind of flashing it on and off. And every time he'd flash it on and it would illuminate it looked like somebody was walking on the left aisle way ahead towards the front. Okay. And so we're walking on the right aisle near the back. And every time he's flashing that, it looks like somebody is walking. But the way he's flashing on and off, like when he turns it off, it kind of drowns out all the, the darkness, kind of drowns out everything. And my eyes need to readjust. Yeah. And so finally I just turned my flashlight on and i trying to get rid of all the damn grid so i can finally like see see and yeah nobody was there interesting and the way i was seeing it was kind of like you know it was it almost looked like you know being lit up with a light like as if you were wearing a light colored shirt uh matching the light colored fur coming from your arms yep <laughs> but, uh, the ginger fur but um so but the, the tall the, it was tall so it looked like it could have been you but then, yeah, nothing was there. And but I was then, on the other side of the building. Exactly. So you weren't even I in there. I might have even been upstairs. We were the only ones in the auditorium at the time. So once I was able to use my flashlight, I could see. And, yeah, we were the only ones in there. And then a little bit later, also in that auditorium, Dave sitting in the front seat, uh, right in the center of the front row. And I'm standing off to one side of him. And I glance over, and what looks like... That same a tall figure that's like almost grayish in color. I only see it for a quick second as I look over, and he's standing on, or it's standing on the other side of Dave, uh, 
you know, in the front row, just kind of like just next to me, I guess, just maybe 10 feet to 15 feet away from me. But I look at, glance up, see it for a quick second, and it's just gone. So I don't know if just my eyes were playing a trick on me, and I saw something in the lights, you know, kind of getting stuck in my eyes, and I don't know. But anyways, later, uh, Madam Hicks is sitting there, and we're kind of having a conversation, and she's like, we're sitting in the front row of the auditorium, but off to the left side. And in the conversation, she kind of goes, what the heck was that? And says she saw something that was kind of in the front. And she was like, the only way to kind of explain it was a re reverse shadow person. <laughs> and then I'm like, a reverse shadow person? You're like, almost like instead of being a shadow person where it's dark and darker than the rest, it's lighter than the dark areas. Huh. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of what I was seeing. Okay. It's like kind of gray. What we're seeing is all black because it's dark in here, but this is lighter than the darkness. So that's the thing. We're coining that phrase now. A reverse shadow it. person. We're stealing it from Adam Hooks or yeah. Hicks. Reverse shadow person. Reverse shadow person. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's going to be a new cryptid. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the reverse shadow person. Now, we had some activity in the second theater with the oh, Echo Vox. Yes, we did. We had crazy. quite the interaction. It was nonstop answers, like on cue. Well, the we had the Echo Vox, and I also I don't really trust a lot of phone apps, but I was also using the Ghost Vox, which is a free app you can get. And I don't put a lot of stock in those, but it was interesting some of the stuff it was saying, some of the phrases we were getting. What I just told you before we started recording is before I came and sat down with you guys in that theater when you were running the Echo Vox, um, Ladon told me that there was some new, there was at least one new spirit there and wanted me to see if I could figure out, you know, kind of more information about him, about the spirit. Um, and I walked into the projection room for the second theater and I walked back out and I'm like, well, I don't know if this is the spirit that's new. I'm like, I don't remember talking to this individual last time. But I believe there's a man in that room named Jacob. And she's like, okay. And didn't really expand on it. Like I'm like, I'm still filling things out. I'll see if I can figure out more. And then I came and sat with you guys. And we were using the Echo Vox. And we asked, uh, I believe at one point we asked um, the name of the spirit we were talking to. Yeah. And we kind of, we thought we heard Jacob at one point. Well, it said, what I heard was Jake. Jake. And then after that. Uh, it said it again, but it said Jacob. Yeah. And then I was like, I heard Jacob that time. And it was right after the Jake, so it was kind of correlating with each other. But, but if the, I have time, I'll, I'll see if I can, because I, I had my watch going but this was going down. So I have this on audio. And so on the Echo Box, there's multiple voices on that that, that sit there, and, and you can turn some of those voices on and off. So they're, uh, But you have those multiple voices on there, and they're constantly mixing and all that stuff. The way I had it set up, so they were all on. They were all getting mixed up. But it seemed like we just had two that just kept talking the whole time. And they were, like, talking over each other sometimes. Yes. Or they would sit and wait for each other to talk. And, and it was a man and a woman. It was a man and a woman. And we, got, we also got a female name. Yeah. The, the, that was probably the coolest one ever. Because when she said her name, and she said her name. Are we going to say it? Sure. Yeah, we'll say it. So she says her name's Judy. And... I think it was Dave who who said, was that Judy or Trudy? And then it repeats itself, and it slowed it down and pronunciated it, Judy. Yeah, so your your brother, we, we both thought we heard something. Your brother was, uh, DVO was 
he, he's like, do you want me to say what I think it was? And he's like, it was either Judy or Trudy. And I'm like, I heard Judy. And then you're right. It did enunciate really clearly on the Vox, Judy. And I've never heard anything do that like that before. That was pretty damn cool. But we were getting just answers after answers on cue right after. Like, who are you looking for? Wife came through. Mm-hmm. Um, it was funny because uh, I think you said uh, irritated came through the Echo Vox. And I'm like, uh, or no, at one point before that, uh, Dave had his laser good showing, pointing down at the main theater. And I kept saying, it looks like there's someone down there. Yeah. And my the app on my phone said, be quiet. Yep. <laughs> right? The, like the second I said, it looks like yeah. someone's down there. It goes, you be were, quiet. Because you, you were quiet for a long time. Yeah. And we were just kind of, going through the things of what we're looking at all that stuff and talking amongst ourselves but you hadn't said anything yet and then the moment you open your damn mouth that thing told you to shut the hell up <laughs> well and then later you know you heard it say irritated yeah and so i go well, why are you irritated and it, immediately on my app it said you wouldn't understand I'm like <laughs> okay but i think i understand now after finding out some things what did what things uh well just kind of like the future of things okay oh yeah that makes sense yeah um so we uh we ended up towards the end of the night i think you well you were there when we first started trying to do it um i know in the past i've called it like that sensory deprivation thing that we do because i didn't know that there was an actual term for it i knew there's a term for it but i keep forgetting it and i I don't want to sit there and stumble on it forever because I will. Yeah, so apparently it's called the Estes method. Yeah. Uh, just because the people that created this method were in Estes Park, Colorado. That's where it originated from. So it's called the Estes method. And I had someone lecturing me, telling me, they're like, kind of making fun of me. And I know they're going to listen to this and they're probably going to make fun of me some more. And I don't care. Um, <laughs> for calling it the sensory deprivation thing. I'm like, but it, the Estes method is a technique where you're using sensory deprivation. You're blindfolding yourself and you're putting on noise canceling headphones so you can't hear or see anything. Um, but yeah, that's that. Uh, the guy that uh, created it, quote unquote created it, I guess, just randomly noticed. He's like, oh, hey, the SB7 has a headphone jack. I've been investigating for, I want to say close to 10 years now. And I've known those things have a headphone jack because every investigation I went on before this was created in like 2016, um, everyone that used the spirit box would plug in an external speaker mm-hmm. and use it on the spirit box. It's just someone randomly goes, oh, we should use headphones instead. And now they've created a method that everyone does. Or they forgot their speakers and only had headphones and was like, you know what? Let's try something new. Yeah, I kind of want to lean towards that. <laughs> but in the the interview I read that the guy did, that's mm-hmm. what he said. Is like, oh, we we happened to notice it had a headphone jack. It's like, happened I don't, th- I don't think you happened to notice this. Like, I that's think one of the that's most like everybody things. everybody I've ever been on an investigation with that used an SP7. That's how they plugged in their speaker was through the, the headphone jack because it doesn't have Bluetooth capability. Probably like a guy who was in charge of gathering the equipment. Was like grabbing things. Was like, oh look, headphone jack. I'll grab headphones instead of the speaker. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. And that's how you got that. And method. now they're famous for creating this method. They're of, not famous because they didn't use their own name. They used Estes. So you know what? I'll never know is who they are. I don't know who they are. Either. <laughs> exactly. But no. Oh, I know I'm the Estes not, method. I know Estes method. I know the Estes part. Yeah. Estes part. Have you been there? Nope. You should go. I will. Um, I will. One so day. yeah. So we we ended up trying that again. Uh, we weren't getting a whole lot. We didn't. We tried the SB7 first. 
and we really need to buy a Faraday bag because we were just getting a lot of radio stations. Nah. So we switched to Echovox. I had the settings wrong, so your so DVO wasn't really getting anything but kind of static through that. You couldn't make out any of the words that were being said. Once I kind of figured out what I did wrong with the settings, we let Dave try it. But this time, we were able to go somewhere where we couldn't go last time. Yeah. We were able to go into the basement down into the tunnels. Yep. We went underground. We went underground. Under Tuila. And we set up Dave in the corner <laughs> and let him do the Estes method. And we actually, your brother filmed this all on his phone. So maybe watch the social medias this week. Uh, DVO might post some of that up on social media. I'm not 100% sure what his plans with that are. But um, we it was interesting because of how it started out. The second I hit start, Dave just instantly goes, Tim. Really? The second I hit start on the Echo Vox, my name came through. Interesting. And um, if, if you haven't listened in the past, you don't know what the Estes method is. You wear a blindfold, noise-canceling headphones. You listen to the spirit box and... The people outside of this are asking questions, and you're having the person that's blindfolded with the headphones on. They're just spitting out the words. They're just spitting out the words that they hear. They have no idea what questions you're you're asking. Noise-canceling headphones. Noise-canceling headphones, yes. So um, we're kind of asking questions. We weren't really getting responses to what we were asking, but we were getting interesting things because i know some stuff that's happened i'm not going to share the exact stories but we were getting words that made sense to some of the information i know that happened in that building and it was it was uh kind of some of the words coming through like very generic like pain sad cold but then all of a sudden it it shifted and it went from like someone sounding like they wanted help to someone literally like Dave just kept dropping the F bomb left and right. <laughs> like mother effer leave now go away. F you like it was just, Sounds it was like a, it was just, it's like one eighty shift of like what he was hearing and what he was saying. Probably spirit showed up there. Didn't know like, who invited these guys down here. No one's allowed in the tunnels, right? Get out of here. <laughs> or we were interrupting what they were doing maybe they they were going like through some, the tunnels from from building to building yes i don't know i have no mm-hmm. idea it was just this weird shift where it went from like it almost sounded like someone wanting help to someone being angry we were there and wanting us to leave um are we still any other stories about the tunnel real quick uh no that was pretty much it other than i got a sliver in my hand <laughs> i, I cut it that. out though um do you remember before we showed up to the uh, to the Ritz, we saw that big red old building and it was the apartments that I was t- or it was a oh the hotel, hotel. And yeah I was it you, was I across think, we went to Verge's for dinner well and when we were leaving you saw that hotel yeah and I'm sitting like that place is definitely haunted guess what what remember I told you it, it, uh, did you so ask Don hotel, about it yes and do you remember she told us about the apartments building that her daughter lives in that's super haunted that they won't let, let anybody investigate no that was last time we were there she talked about that that was the i'm building. sure she did yes doesn't mean i remember it but anyways i remember it 100 percent. yes i only it remembered great. it because she brought that up because i'm like hey i saw this building over there what do you know about that she's like 
oh, my, that's where my daughter lived. And then she brought up that super hot and she talked about it all again. I'm like, oh, I remember you mentioning that last time. I was like, oh, shit, that's the building? She's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I was sitting there saying that shit looks like it's super haunted. <laughs> She's like, oh, it is. Oh, it we is. felt it meant the 100-year mark. So it's Yeah, definitely it definitely happened. looked like it hit the 100-year mark. But <laughs> it made it look like Tooele was happening back in the day. It might have been. Sure shit ain't now. I mean, it's, it's not that far away from Merker. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's just down the street a couple miles, so. Yeah, that whole mountain range is full of full of mining. Full of mining and miners. Um, not anymore. What else happened at the uh, last night? Anything else good? No. I mean, that some people said they, they saw me walking through the projection room. And despite the fact that I tried to inform them that at that time no one had been in the projection room at all that night, uh, they weren't believing me for some reason. Well, I mean, the projection room door was open and lights were just being... No, wasn't open. When you guys saw or when uh, whoever saw said they saw that uh, people walking around in the projection room, the door yeah. hadn't been opened. So there's the door no was doors. Closed. No doors had gone open nope. until when I went upstairs and saw you guys. When in I was there. in there with Nicole, yeah. that was the first time it was open. And how long were you guys in there for by the time before I came up uh, there? It was probably about five minutes. Yeah, before that, the door, no one had gone in there. I want to say, I mean, five minutes can seem like a long time. But this was this was before I sent Nicole up there that someone was telling me they saw me walk through the projection room. And I'm like, no, I, I haven't been in there. Because we were in the uh, in the in the main theater. And, we, yeah, it looked like, I mean, there was lights going on and back and forth in there. Like, flashlights were moving and, like, people were up there going back and forth. Talking. Yeah, when I was approached with this information... At that time, when I was approached, no one had been in the projection room. I also was witnessing them walking around up there with the lights moving so, yeah, around. Yeah, when, when, when Dave came and asked me about it, Cause it, Dave, was, it was before I sent Nicole up there and no one had been in the projection room. It yet. was Dave, DVO, and myself, and we were all sitting by the, at the front of the theater, and we were watching things happening and... Yep. Watching the lights up in there, or I think we were even in the back of the theater, and seeing the lights going on up there. Yeah, when Dave asked me about it, it was before I sent Nicole up there, and she was the first person to go in the projection room. Well, that was a that was pretty busy up there. Yep. It was really busy up there. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of movement. Yeah, I, I promise you. At that point in time, when like I said, when he came and asked me. No one had been in the room yet. I'm kind of like right now. Yeah. I'm just like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, no one had no one had been in there yet. What? I, I was I was outside the projection room, but I hadn't gone in. Uh, I wonder if there's any video of this. Probably not. Oh my god. Because I was I was under the impression we couldn't go in there unless Ladon was with us. So I was investigating outside right. the right. projection room. But there, with you being outside the projection room, there's no way lights and the door being closed. The door was closed, yeah. Hey. There was so there was one point when I kind of opened it real quick. I showed Kevin the projection room, and then I closed the door. It was only open for maybe like thirty seconds, but we didn't have any flashlights or anything on. So, but like I said, Nicole was the first one in there, and I didn't send her up into that room until after I had been approached with this. Now I wish there was something recording this whole time. I do too, but there wasn't. <sighs> um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much. That's what I got. 
Exactly. My mind's blown right now because I witnessed some shit that I didn't realize I was witnessing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you saw a spirit or something walking around. Well, I had to have seen a couple. Yeah, had to have. Yeah, because I, I can almost guarantee you that there was no one in the projection room when you guys saw that. And I wonder when you guys went up in there, it left. Because when I went up in there, when you when you and Nicole were in there, I wasn't feeling anything up there. Yeah. There was a spirit up there I was trying to talk to. Um, but didn't want to talk to me. That's why I sent Nicole up to see if the spirit would talk to her. Mm-hmm. And the spirit bounced. It went, went and hid from everybody. Oh, shit. That was... Ah, oh, that's fucking dope. Yeah, there was a couple spirits up there, but <laughs> I can almost guarantee you when you guys saw that, no physical person had been in their room yet. Oh, man. I wonder if Dave might have had his camera rolling for whatever reason. No, he he wanted to save it for the Estes method for some reason. He was asking me what to do with it, and I'm like, it's your camera. Do what you want. Um, but I don't think he had it going. Interesting. Anything else? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Let's see. I, I, I was, I was super tired last night. I was running on fumes. That's okay. And I, I made it till one in the morning though. You did. And then pretty I pretty close had, to one in the morning. Yeah. And then I had to tap out. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> but I, there is another, there is another investigation coming up this week that it, Exclusive. exclusive exclusive ghosty exclusive ghosty exclusive i know you can't make it but i'm gonna try to get dvo in uh, trust me if i had uh enough vacation time because i've already scheduled all my vacation for the year this is exclusive. i would i would call out to work to exclusive go to this. af wouldn't would you say it is it's a place that i would love to go to I think um, this is probably the one and only chance I'll ever get. And, and I don't even think we can mention where you're going. No, we can't. But afterwards, we can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be a doozy. This is going to be a doozy. So, I think we should do next week's episode on this, actually. Okay. Yeah? So next week is my week, but we'll do it on your stuff, and then we'll get back to normal. Yeah, we'll just go back to normal. Yeah. but it, Let's do it. Uh, but Take I think, notes. But, yeah. But I think, I think it's going to be probably the coolest shit ever. I don't know if we can disclose the location, but you can tell if any experiences that you have there. You know what? I will disclose the the location after it's done. Ask your friend first. Yeah, I will. Ask your friend if it's okay to disclose the location because I don't want you getting in trouble. I'm sure it is because I'm more concerned about him getting in trouble. I don't think he will. Just just verify it. So I will. We'll have some. We'll have a ghosty exclusive investigation next week for y'all. but before maybe we I'll get, even maybe I'll even bring my friend because he might have some cool stories from his line of work. Yeah, we'll possibly. We've got a lot of guests lined up too. Yeah, we're working. Be, we're working. This summer's going to be line. pretty cool. Yes. It's going to be a hot spirit summer. We've already got some cool episodes in the works. I know I'm working on a divination episode, and I've got some guests that we're going to bring on for that. Yeah, this is going to be really cool. And I've got some listeners that have shared uh, topics they want us to discuss, and I'm going to have them come on and discuss those topics. Uh, one of them that was sent to us was something they've they listen to a lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. They listen to a lot of paranormal podcasts, and no one has talked about the what we're going to bring them on and have them talk about. So we'll be in a, a exclusive on the EVP Another podcast. Another exclusive. Now that we've rambled for a half an hour, <laughs> let's ramble some more. We don't really have a subject this week, so we're just going to read some Reddit stories. Yeah. Well, um, you know. We- don't really need a subject all the time no we don't we made so, a, we made a good half hour out of nothing we we sure did so uh <laughs> ghosty actually found some creepy reddit stories these are uh apparently true stories that people have shared to reddit 
Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I get l- trapped down rabbit holes, and then I start reading these like crazy things that pop up. And I do too. Were- I often find myself like scrolling through Facebook. I'm like, oh, this article looks interesting, and I'm on the graveyard shift. Yeah, and then it's two hours later. Yeah, you've, you've, your phone's got like thirty tabs open. <laughs> Pretty much. So we found this article that uh, has got some some like I said stories from Reddit. So. Uh, we've got about what, eight stories. We'll go through yeah. these pretty quick. Yeah. This so, is only about half of what's in the article. We picked out the ones we thought were the best. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, we, we want to keep feeling your ear full of fun. Yes. Exactly. So do you want to start us off? Yeah, I'll start us off. So this one is called Seeing Doubles. All right. My childhood home had a hallway that led to the bedrooms, and directly to the left of the entrance to the hall was the family computer desk. I was sitting at the desk finishing an essay. It was my sophomore year of high school, about 11 p.m. I could see my little brother in the hallway in the corner of my eye. He was wearing a plaid shirt and jeans, which he often wore to bed to save some time getting ready for school the next morning. I told him to go to bed, and he took off running down the hall. A little bit of time passes, and I see him again. I was agitated the way all older sisters are, and I told him to go to bed, and he took off running once again. He showed up in the hall a third time. Now I'm really mad. I yelled at him to go to bed, and when he took off running, I stormed after him. I knew if he was running, he was probably heading toward the bathroom because his room was so close to the start of the hall, there wasn't space to run to it. I made it halfway down the first part of the hall, stopping just short of the turn, when an overwhelming sense of dread filled me. I turned around and walked into my brother's room. He was in his bed, which is, which is already surprising because I saw him run past his room. I pulled back his covers, and he was completely knocked out, drenched with sweat like he usually was when he was in a deep sleep. He wasn't wearing a plaid shirt at all. The whole exchange happened so fast he wouldn't have had time to change, but I checked his floor for for a shirt anyways, and it was nowhere to be seen. My heart was beating so fast at this point, there was no way he'd, he'd be changed and fast asleep with how little time had passed. I didn't go all the way down the hall. I don't know what little boy I saw that night, but it wasn't my brother and I didn't want to find out what it was. I don't think I'll ever know what it was going on with that house, but there's definitely some sort of presence there. That's pretty damn nuts. Yep. I Do you think it's a... Is it a mimic? Is it a mimic? <laughs> Possibly. Because <laughs> oh. that's a thing. Doppelganger. Doppelganger. Jinx. Oh, shit. <laughs> you owe me a Coke. Damn it. <laughs> I lost. It's okay. All I do is win. Have you seen... Something like that in your old house? Or was it your brother that saw it? Um, no, I don't think we saw a doppelganger. Oh, okay. There wasn't a doppelganger. No, no doppelganger. All right. That is pretty creepy, though. Yeah. This one's also creepy. This one's called Staring Back in the Reflection. I'm not left-handed, so (laughs) that's me scribbling off. I can cross things. (laughs) professional podcasting uh so staring back in the reflection our old house was a three-bedroom ranch style it was about 1 2 o'clock in the morning and i had my bedroom light on i went to the kitchen for a snack i was walking through the living room and noticed that the wooden rocking chair was slightly rocking i ignored it carried on and got my snack i went back to i went to go back to my room and as i turned to the kitchen or as i turned the kitchen light off my room's light still filled the hall and spilled into the living room. I happened to look at the TV's reflection, and there was the shadow of a man sitting in the rocking chair. 
When I looked at the chair, it was slightly moving again, but obviously no one was there. I went back into my room and just shut the door. I didn't leave my room again the rest of the night. That gave me goosebumps just now. <laughs> I've had not a similar, kind of a similar experience at the Haunted Museum in Vegas when I saw the Devil's Rocking Chair. Mm. I didn't see like anyone sitting there in the reflection. It was kind of in my mind's eye, I saw an old man sitting in the rocking chair, rocking back and forth. But with my physical eyes, it was just sitting there moving. I want to say I've actually seen a rocking chair move on its own, but I can't remember when or where that was. And But I know I had seen something like that happen. But having seen a reflection of a dude sitting in that, that was pretty damn nuts. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty crazy. All oh, right. Uh, Angela and I, when we were... At the Haunted Museum, we saw someone standing between us at Bella, uh, Bella Lugosi's mirror. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Because it was you, it was her, and then me. But in the mirror, it was you, her, someone else, and then me. Yeah, that's right. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, I was trippy. That was pretty cool. Though. All right, right, no more sleepovers, all right? All right, no more sleepovers. We were nine and having a sleepover at my house. I was upstairs. Oh, this is a this is also this is a cousin's story. So now now makes sense saying we. So we were nine having a sleepover at my house. I was upstairs sleeping in my room. She slept on the living room couch. Things went normal in the book. Oh, things went normal in my book. We played games, ate snacks, stayed up late, and went to bed to wake up to pancakes. She goes home the next day, and that's the end of the sleepover. A couple weeks go by, and I wanted her to come stay again. She wouldn't say yes to my request, which was confusing for me. My mom spoke with her mom, and it was decided I would have to go over there for any sleepovers, as she was scared to sleep at my house. I never found out why, so off I went to her house. Fast forward to where I am like 14, and my cousin gets brought up. It turns out the reason she would not come sleep over is because while she was sleeping, I was being really creepy towards her and would just stare at her from the dining room in my white nightgown. Apparently, I would leave the room and re-enter multiple times to just stand and stare at my cousin. Here's the twist. I don't own a white nightgown. I was wearing horse-themed PJs like pants and a shirt that night. When she saw me in the morning, she panicked because I wasn't wearing the same outfit. And when she went home, she told my aunt she didn't want to go back. This is the start of the little girl that haunted my childhood home. At least, from my knowledge, it is. Weird. That's weird. Weird, wild stuff. So, if the cousin was sleeping there and the other cousin was getting up and re-entering the room... I mean, did she not notice that her cousin wasn't even, like, was was she asleep? Did she, oh, they were sleeping in a different room, huh? They were sleeping in a different room. So the oh. person, the, the kid that lived in the house was in her was room in, upstairs. Oh, and then the other the one was in the The cousin was downstairs in the living room And then room she was the going in and out of the She said, it, so the, they were oh. walking in and out of the dining room, I believe. And then staring at her. And staring at her, and wearing her long white nightgown. But she didn't own a nightgown. She was wearing horse pajamas. Okay, and so, yeah, she never left her room. Then. She never left her room. Oh my her cousin gosh. got freaked out yeah, thinking she, that her cousin so the the cousin that spent the night thought her the girl that lived at the house was, was just the one a doing weird, the fucking yeah. weirdo. like how i didn't drop f-bombs earlier but i dropped one there yeah yeah you did 
Yeah, that's so that I mean that would trip me out too. Yeah, I don't want to go to someone's house if I, I think they're either. just sitting there staring at me all night. I'd be like, yeah, I'm sleeping at your house, you big weirdo. Yeah, just sleep <laughs> at my house. Be weird at my house instead. Yeah, you can come to my house and stare <laughs> at me, but I, I ain't going to your house for you to be staring at me. Alrighty, this next one is called Footsteps from Upstairs. It was the summertime, and I was like 16, standing in my kitchen making some food. Now, my bedroom was directly above the kitchen and had a really creaky floor. No one else was home, and all of my animals were outside because it was a nice day out. I heard someone get off of my bed. Uh, I could hear the two footfalls and started walking across the room to the stairs. I followed the footsteps from upstairs as I walked across the kitchen, and they made it to the top of the stairs landing. As I made it to the doorway, all I heard was someone coming down the stairs and fast. I booked it out of the house and waited outside for a while. Uh, I went back inside and no one was there. I never saw a person leave the house. Plus, I was just up in my room. Uh, I would have noticed if someone was in my room. There was nowhere to hide in that room. There are other stories, but that one I remember so clearly to this day. I was going to say, there has to be more than just that, but... Yeah, I can relate to that story really, really well. And I, with the running out of the house thing, I can relate with very, very well. I've never run out of the house, but I've had my older brother said he's heard someone calling his name when he was the only one home when he was growing up. Oh, shit. Yeah, I've been, I've been rushed like that. It was, it's not a fun feeling. I, I, I get, I bet, I guess, I guess, <laughs> I bet. I don't know how to talk. I best. I best. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I, I've never ran out of, well, I have ran out of location. Family tree, the first time I was there. Yeah. Like half of the team ran out of the building because <laughs> something creepy happened. Yeah. So I don't, it's not fun. I don't run anymore, but. No, you waddle. I waddle and I kind of. So do I, though. Pivot fast. Pivot. <laughs> but I don't run. All right. This one called This Is His Home. We lived and worked at a marina when I was in my 20s. Our bosses bought a used mobile home and put it out for us to move into, as we just had another son and it was larger. One day, I'm washing dishes and staring at the lake, just phased out. I'm the only adult home and something bops me on the head. I'm like, what? Then it happens again a shorter time later. I look around and can't find any reason for it. A few days later, my five-year-old son tells me he, has, uh, he was visited by a man in his room. He describes what he's wearing, a Texas Longhorn shirt and jeans, and that's the man, and and that the man said this was his house. Later on, I'm in the office telling my boss about this, and she's telling me uh, my imagination is running wild just because of what the guys had told me. They haven't told me anything. So I ask, what are you talking about? She told us a young man was murdered in that house. We get to looking around the living room and find 22 size bullet holes in the wall across from the front door. That's that's <laughs> trippy. Yeah, describing what he's wearing and everything. Yeah. I wonder if yeah, I wonder if his spirit's just lost. And he's just like wondering what these people are doing in his house. Pro- I I bet you anything he is. I wonder if he's like kind of like glitching in and out. He's probably he's saying like, like why are these what, the, what are these yahoos doing yeah, in my get home? Get out of my house. <laughs> I live here. <laughs> I mean, he obviously told the kid that it was his house. Yeah, he's probably like, why is this kid in my house? Get out of here, you little weirdos. Got this five-year-old kid. 
Oh, see, so you're getting so scared to drop in your drinks. I'm dropping my drink. <laughs> I'm sure people will love the ice noises that are being made there. <laughs> Brings ambiance, ASMR <laughs> to the story. Oh, God. <laughs> ASMR. That's so stupid. ASMR. ASMR. So stupid. I don't know. I don't understand it. Um, <laughs> so our next one is called No Visitors Welcome. My nan's house is haunted, and I swear everyone but me had a story to tell from that house. My aunt told me one day while she was doing the dishes in the kitchen, she heard a bunch of people having a gathering in the utility room. The utility room was right off of the kitchen, and a big open doorway led into it. She said they were very loud, and it was easily sounded like there was 15 people in there. My aunt, being as fearless as she is, stepped into the utility room, and it went completely silent. Uh, she said... She said out loud that whoever was there was not welcome to be there and to please leave. Next thing she knows, the back door leading outside from the utility room swings open and then slams shut. Their house was built in 1910 and they had moved in in about 1962. And that was just one of the many stories from that house. Now, this does follow the 100-year rule, so obviously it's haunted. It has to be. I don't know if the occurrence happened in 1962. That's just when the family moved in. But, yep, it's, ha- it's definitely haunted now because it was 1910. Yeah, definitely haunted. That's pretty nuts, though, that it it, it took itself out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you need to leave. And it's like, all right, I'm out. Um, so have you seen crazy? A, have you seen a door open or close before? I want to say yes, I have. Um, I've had so many damn crazy things happen to me that th- there's been a lot from my childhood that I forgot. But I know I've seen some weird shit. A lot of weird shit. Go do some QHHT. What's that mean? Quantum hypnosis healing technique. Maybe. I I need to. It's expensive, though. Oh, geez. I don't want to pay for it. I'll just do some meditation. I've done it before. It's actually really fun. (laughs) Being hypnotized. Getting those regressed memories. Oh, that'd be... Getting memories of your past life. It's trippy. That would be pretty nice. I had once at the family tree, I was leaving out of the banquet room, and one of the doors slammed shut in my face. And I tried to recreate it and could not. Oh, damn. I can't remember all the damn things. I mean, there's been so many. I can't pinpoint an actual time that doors were opening or closing on me. But I know I've seen some shit like that. Um, But the whole thing about, like, yelling at ghosts and telling them to stop, shit's weird because it works. I've seen it. Like. Especially when it's an earthquake and not a ghost. (laughs) Yeah, I was having some shit happen to me every morning and then when I was a child and then finally yelled at it and told it to stop and it stopped on cue and still scared the shit out of me. Still scared. Oh yeah, you're a kid. Yeah. Of course. So still ran out of the house. Speaking of scaring <laughs> or intimidating. Uh-huh. There's next story is called an intimidating gesture of gratitude. How does that make sense? Let's find out. Let's find out. All right. A friend and I went to visit Silver City, Nevada. If you've never been, it's an old mining town about an hour outside of Reno. It's a tourist trap now, but many of uh, many of the original buildings still stand along with the wooden plank sidewalks. There is an old cemetery there that is open to the public, so we went. This cemetery is too large to see all in one day, but we looked around for the firefighter and military section. One grave that was too decayed to read the headstone had an empty Pepsi, uh, empty Pepsi can on it. I picked up the can and smashed it, then carried it with me until we left. 
I threw it in the garbage can on the way out. Fast forward about three to four days, I'm back home and laying in bed trying to get some sleep, when suddenly every hair on my body stands up. I'm having a total freakout because the presence was intense and intimidating. I hear the unmistakable sound of a soda can being smashed. Then the presence was gone just as fast as it came. To this day, I believe it was whoever ga- uh, whoever's grave it was thanking me for picking up the can. But did they have to freak me out so bad? That's a weird way of saying thank you. Yeah. I don't or, know if they were saying thank you. Or was the can left as a gesture because that person might have liked Pepsi and somebody Maybe. brought it there for them and was like... This is for you, bud. And they were mad. They, they robbed their grave. Yeah, they're like, their Pepsi. Like, that was my Pepsi. <laughs> Jerk. God, what were you thinking? But the, the, the fact that it, like, made the smashing, the smashing can sound. Yeah, weird. That is pretty creepy. But I would, it would, it would startle me, like, you know, I people make fun of me because they like, they like to hide and jump out and go rawr and scare you, right? And you jump. Yeah. And they're like, oh, and you're a ghost hunter? And it's like, well, yeah, when I'm ghost hunting, I'm asking for stuff to happen. Yeah. I don't freak out when it I don't get scared when it does. I'm not expecting someone to jump out at me in the hallway at work when I'm going into the locker room. But when I'm ghost hunting, I'm also never expecting people to be standing there trying to jump scare you. Right? <laughs> Silly people. Like, that's not involved when you go ghost hunting. I don't know what kind of ghost hunting that is, but that's not what you do. <laughs> yeah. You don't jump. You don't hide and do jump scares. Yeah. You're doing it wrong if you do. Jeez. Get a clue, guys. Guys, guys. all right. You summon demons like champions. That's how you do it. That's how you scare people. Yes, with your your Ouija boards <laughs> and portals to hell. Portals so, to hell. <laughs> so our last one uh, is called a phantom party in the night. Uh, this person says, "When I was a student at the University of West Georgia." I rented an apartment in one of the oldest houses in town, which had been divided into four units, one upstairs and three down. I was in the biggest downstairs unit, and I was also the only tenant in the house at the time. When I went to sign the lease, the landlord said, before you sign, I have to tell you that the house is haunted. Honestly, that just made me more excited to sign. I probably would have been the same. I would have been like, what? Haunted, sign me up. Prove it. (laughs) Uh, I never felt comfortable sleeping in the bedroom in the nine months that I lived there, so I always slept on my couch. In the living room with the TV on, but the sound muted. One night, I woke up around 1 a.m. to the sounds of a party in my bedroom. People laughing and talking and glasses clinking, that sort of thing. I listened to it for about 10 minutes until it slowly faded away. There were no other buildings on the street other than the public library, so it couldn't have been a nearby party. I am convinced I overheard a ghost party in my room, and those bastards didn't invite him. Nope. He had to stay asleep. As soon as he woke up, they're like, all right, party's over. Pretty much. It's like, all the the living guys are awake. Yeah. We gotta go. Ghosts, you don't play that. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I wasn't ending it. I was just saying, that's what ghosts say. That's what, oh yeah, ghosts, you don't play that. Yep. <laughs> and then do. they said, peace out, butterflies. Yeah, on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> but those were just some Reddit stories that we found. Um, we just every now and then like to share stories that you guys have too. We've done this before. So if you've got stories that you would like to share with us, you can email us at evp.pod at gmail.com. Uh, you can also hit us up on the social media at 
evp.pod at Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Also, if you're looking for ghost hunting gear, check out our affiliate link to ghostop.com. Well, all right, everybody. We appreciate all you guys, and uh, we'll let you know about some more investigations coming up soon. So stay tuned to that exclusive one. Go see don't play that. Peace out, butterflies.